It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The August Consumer Price Index report has dropped, and the results, of course, not good. Inflation rose another 0.1% in August, even with the falling gas prices. What are the drivers of inflation now? Is it too late to stop the recession at this point? What does the Fed do? Uh, All of those are questions we continue to look at. And, of course, the Dow today uh, falling uh, significantly. I think we were up over uh, 1,200 points down uh, last I checked there. And so all of these have a lot of questions for us as we roll into the fall. And to help us break that down, we're always pleased to welcome to the program Jeff Cox, who's the economics editor for CNBC. Always appreciate his perspective. And uh, Jeff, so as you look at some of the news today, give us some of the, the highlights, lowlights, and what should we what we should be thinking about. Well, the interesting thing about the report today is I think if you looked at it just, you know, saw in, 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 you know, just in, within the tunnel, um, you wouldn't have thought, well, this isn't that bad. I mean, inflation's up 0.1% on the headline and 0.6% on the core. So those are you know, not numbers that, that you really want, but they're not terrible numbers either. I think, you know, what really caused this reaction is that, um, you know, we've been in this kind of waiting for Godot mode that um, inflation at some point is going to peak, it's going to plateau, and then it's going to start to turn lower. That did not happen in August, and it didn't happen even, as you said, with uh fuel prices that fell uh, double digits percentage-wise for the month. So what we saw was core inflation up 0.1%. That was uh, higher than the 0.1% expected decline. Core, uh, excluding food and energy, actually rose more, up 0.6%. was only supposed to go up 0.3%. Market didn't like it. Market had a fit. Uh, rough day on Wall Street. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so as you look at that, uh, I, I, uh, one person suggested this is uh, kind of the reminder that this is uh, sort of the long and winding road. <laughs> uh, what should we be looking for uh, as we uh, enter that next phase of the journey? Well, I, I think that more, kind of more of this talk continues. Um, you know, is uh, you know, as the the economy slows so much, and we see even with. Uh, the uh, hot inflation report, so much of the commodity space fell today pretty sharply as well. So um, I, I think the market still thinks that the long run prospect for the economy um, is not going to be runaway inflation. But, you know, the, the, the really bad news, I guess, is that it's getting more and more towards the idea that we're heading for a recession and maybe not just a garden variety recession. On top of that now, the market getting much more aggressive in its anticipation for what the Fed is going to do next week. You know, for a while, the market had been deciding it had been sort of a tug of war between a half a point and three quarters of a point for the rate hike next week. Today, we see a tug of war between three quarters of a point and a full point Mm. rate hike next week. If we see that, boy, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. So explain for our listeners that if it, uh, let's say they do go to the, the high end of that, they go to a full point increase what uh, what will the immediate impact of that move be 
Well, for consumers, you know, you immediately see uh, increases in your borrowing costs. Uh, anything that's got an adjustable rate tied to it, whether it's a, a home equity loan or it's a car loan or it's um, you know some type of credit card that you have, you know, things get more expensive there. Um, from the Fed's perspective, they're looking to tighten up economic conditions. They want to see kind of they want to start they want to see the economy slow down a little bit. So. Um, it's really just kind of a general downshifting that we're looking for. Um, you know, so many different cross currents going on right now. You know, things in the housing market not looking very good at all. Um, and, and even despite that, we're still seeing higher cost for rents, that kind of thing. So um, so it, it's, it, it's not a real pretty picture right now. Um, the Fed is really determined to get their arms around this whole inflation problem. And until they do, uh, you know, I, I think you can look, look to see uh, you know, some leaner times to come. Yeah, and and dig into that just a little bit for us in terms of uh, both rent uh, and the, the housing market. Yeah, well, the housing market, the home prices are uh, still rising, but the rate of increase is decelerating. Um, I think that you're seeing kind of some fundamental shifts in the market for so for so long. Demand was so far outstripping supply. I think you're going to start to see more supply come back onto the market when that comes when that comes on. Um, housing prices start to go down. So that's a good thing if you're out looking for a house. Um, housing becomes more affordable, and, and that's all good. Um, not such a good thing if you're trying to sell a house or, um, you know, if you bought at the top of this market. We saw that, you know, big runaway housing market in 2020 and 2020. top of that, you're not too happy about that either. Um, inflation, or shelter costs, rent costs, uh, those kind of things are really integral to the whole inflation equation. In fact, um, the shelter costs make up about one-third of the entire consumer price index, which was the release mm-hmm. that, that we got today. So kind of as housing goes, so goes inflation, generally speaking. And um, at least for now, it looks like the direction in housing costs is, is still higher. Yeah. And before I let you go, Jeff, I, I, I love your ability to not just look at the headline pieces, but the under the radar stuff that's kind of percolating and maybe drivers in the future. What else are you watching for uh, over the next few weeks uh, that we all should be thinking about? Yeah, well, you know, you're going to start to see we're going to get into uh, corporate earnings season. pretty soon. So that's going to be the huge thing um, in, in the coming weeks. You'll start to see if we start off with the big banks, the big Wall Street banks, and then we make our way through the rest of the economy. But what you're going to want to really look for is uh, not just, hey, what did we do the last quarter? You're going to want to see what those CEOs are looking at down the road. So you're going to really pay attention to, um, I mean, the last quarter, all they, they all wanted to talk about inflation. They all talked about how much costs were impacting their ability to do business. You wonder what kind of the new the, the theme is going to be for this quarter. Is it going to be continued inflation costs, or is it going to be them now prepping for this, for you know what looks like a coming recession? And what are they going to be doing? Are they going to be laying people off? Are they going to be cutting costs? They're going to be doing those kind of things. So some very important information will be coming out of those reports. Uh, very important. And uh, then lastly, the uh, the is in terms of the consumer spending. Um, is it just that we just continue to buy, or is it just that we're paying so much more for, for what we do buy? It's a little bit of both. I mean, when you look at some of the credit card data, um, it looks like spending remains still pretty robust. People still have um, still have some money to spend. We'll actually get another look 
later on this week at uh, the retail sales numbers. I think that report comes out Thursday, and that that will tell you some something about it. But you have to keep in mind when you do see those numbers that they are not adjusted for inflation. So uh, to, to, to go to your question, uh, it doesn't give you a, a completely clean picture of you know where the where the consumer stands, but um, you know for now the consumers consumers hanging in there. Um, you know whether that continues to be the case is uh, is, is going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, fascinating stuff. And uh, we, we had Mary Daly, of course, president and CEO of the uh, San Francisco Fed, uh, on the show last week, and she actually introduced me okay. to the uh, to the putback index. And it's her going to the grocery store oh. and seeing how many <laughs> items are being pulled out of carts and left, uh, or oh, having wow. the kids run them back. Wow. I thought that was an interesting perspective. That's but... a good one. I, I'm not not familiar with that. I'm going to check that one out. Yeah. That, that that's very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. Jeff Cox, the economics editor for CNBC. Jeff, always appreciate your time and a tremendous perspective. Thanks for being on with us today. Uh, talk, talk to you soon, anytime. All right. Again, that's Jeff Cox uh, from CNBC. And uh, Jeff just has great perspective on that. Appreciate his deep dive thinking on uh, all things economics and helps us put it all in perspective. We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour break. And when we come back, much more on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.